Morning, Mr. Brewer. Good morning, Mr. Shackman. How are you this fine afternoon? Um, good. You? Uh, good. I have to say that the special of the day was really good. Oh, um... Um, I'm, I'm beginning to doubt it was uh, even Jeremy that made it. It was, it was basically perfect. I'm having a bit of a sinking feeling about this. Uh, the cheese sauce, the, uh, the, the wonderful hint of mustard, uh, just the right ratio of chives that were all beautifully chopped up with exactly the same diameter. It was wonderful. But what is that? Uh, that? That is a piece of floating toast. What that is, is, is the Up in the Air special, which was preceded, had you gone along to schedule, by a rather clever build-up that took me almost a full 30 minutes to come up with. So... It was my lunch. Um, well, then, then can I interest you in some floating toast? <laughs> no. <laughs> Toasting is Zion, Shaka Shaka, Michael Burr. Mr. Thief, Mr. Toast Stealer, Mr. Perfect Sandwich... What what have you learned this week? Ah, uh, Guinness, Guinness World <laughs> Records again. Oh, okay. I went fishing. Are and very I, predictable. Are very predictable, <laughs> but I, I find you know it's not often that uh, a world record is set with a loophole. Ooh, even, oh, that is cool. What is it? I like this one. This is, this is a naughty one. Let's see. Let's see if I take you along this journey. Right. So the record was for the. It's an it's a a car, ascent record. In terms of vertical okay. vertical height the number to bear in mind is 15889 feet okay the country was the united states of america okay you certainly don't have a 15, feet tall mountain right sure. which brings me to my next point mr shekman is uh -huh. the how they did this uh -huh. they went to the top of pike's peak okay which is 14114 feet <laughs> So, how do you think they did it? Two things. They dropped the vehicle from an extra 90 feet above the ground and let it fall down the rest of the distance. Or, they went below sea level. They went below sea level, there Mr. Sheckman. There you are. <laughs> they went into a mine <laughs> in Death Valley, right? Which is the lowest point in, in the USA. Brilliant. They went 1,774 feet underground into a nickel and chromium mine. Now, Mr. Sheckman, here's the next bit. So that was loophole number one. Here's okay. loophole number two. Um, there's quite a lot of safety in underground mines. So do you think you could take a normal car into an underground mine and drive it out? <laughs> Health and safety says no. So it has to be what kind of car? Electric. So they took uh, a Porsche Taycan. Okay. And the funny thing is, quite a lot of the stuff that goes into the Porsche Taycan Ty Ty um, is nickel and chromium, which basically comes from that mine, rather funny. So it, it, the, the, the Porsche came home. Um, and then what they did is they drove it out of the mine. So one driver um, then drove it over 33 hours and 48 minutes. They stopped to do uh, human recharges and car charges on the way. And then they participated in the um, bottom to top uh, vehicle race at Pikes Peak. And that's how they set the ascent record. And I thought that's out the box in two different ways. Yeah. And that's and that's why you just started reading it, and you think the first thing was fifteen thousand tallest mountain in yeah. the, the the. I mean, we're not talking about Alaska or anything no, like that. And that's a case of how did they? And then ah, but if you start from you have to be in a mine, and then instantly you just keep reading. It's a case of 
but you can't you like you can't take a ferrari underground <laughs> into a mine is i mean and also it needs to be something which has got a you know let's put it this way it's not tarred in mines no. so you need something which can do kind of gravel type roads so you're definitely talking suv or or four by four even or a mine that doesn't just have a vertical shaft that's right so so the funny thing is these these are those classic american mines that were started yeah. long ago where they started at the side of the mountain they kind of went into it and yeah. they've done that downward zigzag thing inside as opposed to open cast or anything like that but anyway that that got me thinking about sort of out the box stuff uh what are we into next well i mean it's a sort of thing of let's say you'd be approaching a nature of i want to design a vehicle that can break this record um and you know, it's a deeper mine has a deeper gradient, or whatever the case Just is. Just wait two years, the mine will be deeper, then you can break <laughs> that record. <laughs> but. Or let the air out of the tires, then your car starts from. If you I do mean, the center uh, of gravity to center of gravity, you can beat it anyway. You, you have enough of an acceleration on the vehicle that when it gets to the top I of the I would fail those reports <laughs> for. doesn't solve the effing problem. And, yes. and, and that's it, because it's the how do we know it's going to. The thing we're going to do, how do we know it's going to work? Yes. And what can happen is you get so worried about in establishing that and identifying that problem that, but how do I know that one's going to work? You end up never actually doing any kind of development. Because occasionally yeah. what you'll do is a development to a certain degree in a design to realize actually this is not going to work. Yes. Um, now, certainly in certain businesses and even you could view it in undergrad degrees there's maybe not enough time to do that like five or six times over that's true um so let's say we were to tackle that problem of um trying to solve this problem maybe in a different way through a different loophole we're going to develop a waterproof car um to to go you know basically into the same thing but we're going to submerge it and go down even further and then drive it up drive on a beach and then climb a mountain nearby yes exactly what would you say are the signs you'd look for that it is not going to necessarily work or it's a problem not worth solving or it's out of your range of, you know, it becomes a metallurgical problem or it becomes a business or a logistics problem or something like that. So. It, it's a, it's a, I mean, yes, it's a, it's a difficult one. There's obviously, you know, if we did the submersible car, which could go to um, high altitude, the one thing about electric is that you, the, the, the thing's basically infinitely turbocharged. You don't have... Not that 15,800 feet is particularly high in terms sure. of car engines, but you know, if you were to think about it, electric, that's nice because you've got all the power, the, uh -huh. the power is the same. In terms of the submersible thing, well, you, you're not going to make this thing nuclear powered for obvious reasons. So it's going to be electric. <laughs> well, electric yeah, stuff. I mean, it's why subs are electric. It's why the subs, uh, and, and I mean, for that, it's the sort of thing where I'd, 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 you need to have, uh, well, once you submerge it, you have to look for, oceanic things so the first thing i would do in terms of making sure it could work is you need to find a place where it gets if you if you were to drive into the sea it gets deep very quick so that you uh -huh. don't have to you're not going do your yeah. you, you don't want your submarine to take <laughs> 13 hours to get to a place where it can go that deep because now now the vehicle's not the problem now it's the survival system and how much oxygen and all yes, that kind yeah. of nonsense now you're designing a real submarine which can it's no longer a car it's a submarine which you can drive as opposed and that's not what you want um it's the same argument of the flying car is it a roadable aircraft or a flyable car and yeah. if you if you tackle it that is the the priority the 80 20 type ratio you get different animals um so the first thing to do would, would was would be that and it's it would be electric or fuel cell or something like yeah. that non non-piston engine um, but it's got to be a quick a quick duration thing because yeah. otherwise the design is going to become all that 
yeah. and then it's going to be horribly compromised. And then it doesn't matter wh- where, what road you find or what mountain, it's just going to be too darn heavy and big and everything to be able to do that. Because okay. for any record, if it is to submerge and then go to the mountain, you can't ditch kit. The thing with records is what goes yeah. down yeah. must also go to exactly. the top of the mountain. Yeah. And and that's where um, you would, the, the proof which I would say if, if I was doing it is I need to get down and get up where literally the guy riding it would literally need lowest common denominator, two scuba tanks, for example. Okay. Keep it sweet and short stuff which you would normally have in your submarine. So do you make the car a full pressure hull or is it a case of you just sort out the diver with um, the right kind of gear because divers can go actually quite deep if yeah. they have the right sort of stuff um, well if you do that you could probably just take a normal car if you if you modified it to do that sort of thing um, I think what's interesting in the sort of the, the direction you've gone is the problem fundamentally is the car making sure the car can do what and it making can sure do. it's still a car because well, un- yeah. un- underwater it doesn't have to be a car, it's just your survival box. But what you've done fundamentally is, let's assume I can do it. Let's assume my yes. design works. What happens? And that's yeah. where we're now starting to see the, right, what, what can go wrong here? What, what's here? Right, okay, he's going to run out of oxygen. It's not my design. Yeah. But I know, okay, well, right, now I need oxygen. Okay, but let's assume the vehicle works and it's got enough traction and, and buoyancy and all that. <clears throat> okay, but I mean... They're down there for 15 hours or you know it's now the the pressure rigidity of it all and i'm assuming wait can, can the rules support that having a, a completely custom-made car or do we have to strengthen the car and well there's 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 that and then the other part of it is you're not going to you know it, it, it might actually be <laughs> maybe do the record the other way around yeah start from the mountain drive to the sea go into the sea and then you come up then you get collected by a boat because otherwise being taken out and then dropped and then starting from there that's what the guys did in the mine because you could they could also yeah. just driven the damn thing down yes. but it was electric you know so there's, there's a there's a problem there um the, the other thing is the getting it getting it through the water is it more efficient to say drive this thing along the bottom but well then you're dealing with driving in sand and then wet sand and visibility and all that kind of nonsense that's a problem yeah. or, or do you make this thing like that weird uh, ship thing which you can kind yes. of drive on water yeah. and then do you, do you do you make it that it can drive on water mm-hmm. and then then do the submarine thing or do you make it that it just kind of goes in like the james bond car and then it just sort of yeah. you know uh, goes a bit like a boat because yeah. there are two different ways to solve that and you need to think about that there because they're going to require like there'll be different velocity to get to where you're going to go and it's, it's definitely going to be about the time if you drive on the surface you only need survival gear for the dive and the coming back if yeah. you're going to underwater from the beach out and then go down, it's a we're not with like a proper submarine yes. um, in terms of how much survival gear you need and the fact that the longer a human being spends at depth, this is not in a pressure hole, by the way, um, not in a pressure hole, then there's detox time and the kit that you're going to need um, at depth for a long period of time is very different. Um, uh-huh. There's going to be helium and stuff in the mix, which, which then changes it. Um, I mean, certainly your yeah, driver no, actually, no longer yeah. just needs, a, I mean, now you don't need, uh, you can't even do it with an advanced driver's license. Now you need <laughs> like cave, deep ocean specialist. Now you're looking for someone who can, let's say an, an advanced driver who's an, like a mega advanced diver. And you, you're now looking for your left-handed 
one blue eye, one brown eye <laughs> test pilot who's been to space three times. You're looking for a pretty rare beast to do this. I can this. breath for 30 minutes. And, and like you know, the funny thing is then the design would be focused based on them because yeah. they have to survive it in this thing. And then the fallback position, the other, the alternative option is to just, just do the whole submarine thing, the pressure hole thing. And then, then when you get it on land, the thing's going to need like the power of a monster truck to make it work because pressure holes are heavy. There's no such thing as a lightweight I mean, and look, you know, it's we've set out the problem. We need to break the record. The record is set at a particular point. We're looking at breaking it, and what we're looking at is can we break it by doing a, instead of going in a mine, we're going in water. Yeah. And we've identified from that a set of issues. Now, we don't necessarily need to make a choice that this is practical and practical, whatever the case is. We need something to compare it to as a step two. That's right. And I mean, I think your initial thing was how to, how to prove that it's going to work. Yeah. The funny thing about anything that you want to sink, it, it must definitely want to sink. <laughs> and as anyone who's ever seen uh, cars, if you let water into them, they will sink, even yes. though there's air in the tires. Making a thing like, and, and they're, the, let's say it, it will sink rather rapidly, but it's also pretty easy with very basic tech to make it float again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pump, effectively. The, that's right. And you need some form of uh, inflatable ballasting and yeah, yeah, yeah. make sure it doesn't turn upside down on the way up and all that kind of nonsense but sure. you, you know if you've got roof racks on a car you could literally attach them to the roof racks and just to make sure that there's i mean the actual buoyant force to pull a car up is not much it'll well, be a couple of hundred kilos the reason i sort of specified the, the whole thing of right we, we specified right we've gone through the idea of go down the mountain into the ocean down to the bottom of the ocean or, or vice versa whichever you do first is why actually even be out in the first place Mm. Have it so that it is not neutrally buoyant, so it effectively sinks from the start, and just drive it at a point in the ocean where the ocean just keeps going down. Drops off, yeah. 15,500 feet or whatever it is, and then have it that it can drive back up. But now we don't have to, you know, we've got that, we can use buoyancy to control the amount of grip we have. Yes. Um, but we don't have to worry about now, right, now we don't have buoyancy to aid our, our mass issue right. when we're on a beach. <clears throat> with a three ton, five ton. That, that's right, yeah. So, I mean, in terms of making a car sink, that's easy to do. Yeah. If it then becomes the long endurance actual submersible, it's then really, really hard to do the control stuff because then you yeah. have to make it sink and then you have to make it rise. But if it is a, a, a submerged thing, then you can't use it like a car Exactly. In, in, in the water type thing and and that would be the fork in the road and i would say that as let's say if this was a third year project it's pretty easy to stick to the car and make the car go down and the car come back up because the uh, car is already there exactly. this submarine thing which can also drive on a road that doesn't exist there's a lot to prove that the idea has merit and that it can actually work exactly and that's it that's all that's all you're looking for to start um whether it's a case of start with I'll assume I can do this. What are the repercussions of actually doing this? Drivers running out of oxygen, it taking 30 days to actually... And, and you know what students would do is they would literally look for, and you're going to start laughing because this is exactly what they would do. They'd basically look for, let's say, one of those 35-seat vans. Yeah, you know exactly where I'm going with this because the chassis is long enough to have a submarine body on the top of it, right? If you take the world's smallest miniature sub and then you end up with this Frankenstein but you know exactly what yeah. will happen, Mr. Sheck, that's and that's it. exactly what it will end up being. Um, and, you know, that, yes, you could make it work because the chassis is designed for the heavy load of 35 people and blah, blah, blah. But you've now designed yourself an absolute monster for, and, and, and if it is an ascent record for a vehicle, 
It needs to be a vehicle. Yeah. I'd say, you know, the, and let's use my favorite, second favorite word, caveat. The caveat to this is we're looking into what the, you know, just for the, the record, word. your most favorite word is that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> caveat, keep with the, keep with the theme, Shackman. Keep, keep, keep it rolling there. <laughs> what you shouldn't be doing, or what we always recommend against doing, is going into a design knowing I want to design the, sum, the yellow submarine with the aluminium fins. Yellow titanium. submarine with wheels this yeah, time. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, we're not doing that. We're not going into the same way. I'll take the minibus. I'll throw. I'll throw the submarine on it. I'll weld brackets on to mm. have it supported. We're not doing that. We're saying let's assume we have a vehicle. We're not saying what the vehicle is, yes. but a vehicle to do this and what are the repercussions of that to get a context, a bigger context for what's going to happen, and then see. Okay, well the needs. If we were to just take uh, whatever that Porsche was and make it go underwater mm. right well it would need to survive a pressure well, it's going down to the bottom of the ocean that would be that pressure okay that would crush it right so you know, you're starting to see those sort of issues without needing to actually do any design development necessarily of what you're doing you're seeing let's say i can design this vehicle let's get context for what it now needs to do effectively yeah it's a maybe it's a complicated functional analysis but it's I occasionally in my course will talk about look into what the design will be. It's not about saying, right, I'm you know, having the yellow submarine with wheels. It's, right, it will be some kind of submersible vehicle. And then what does that then mean? Give it context. Does that then solve the problem? Yeah. And come back to it, actually, what was the problem? I just break the record of the vehicle. Oh, no, I'm not a vehicle anymore. Exactly, yeah. And that's it. All right, but I think that's going to then wrap up for today. Uh, any suggestions or records of your own you want to let us know of? We'd be very interested to hear that. Let us know at hostingdesign.gmail.com. Otherwise, thanks very much for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.